church. Uh, my name is Jeremiah, and I'm happy to be with us this morning. I want to start by saying a big thank you to the leadership of the church um, for this opportunity to share this morning. I'm trusting God that He will give me the grace to speak slowly because of my accent. And I'm also trusting Him to give you faith to receive His word. So, um, but this morning I'll be speaking on the topic when Israel was a child. And we'll be um, learning from the life of Jesus on what it means to be a child, how Jesus was a child, and what is the Lord expecting from us. I pray God we open our hearts to receive his word. In Jesus' name. Um, before we go further, can we bow down our head to say a word of prayer? I'm reading from John 14, 1 to Our Father, we want to appreciate you for this morning. Thank you for what you're about to do. We worship your name. We pray that you will send your word to us. Your word will come to us clearly and with simplicity. You will give us open hearts to receive from you. For we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, if you wouldn't mind, can you help us go back to the um, chapter we read? Hosea chapter um, 11 from verse 1 to 4. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have Yeah, thank you. Philip said, When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. But the more they were called, the more they went away from me. The sacrifice to the bowels, and they born incest to images. It was I who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the hands, but they did not realize it was I who healed them. I led them with cord of human kindness, with ties of love. To them I was like one who lift a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. This is a father speaking. Recounting his experience of the childhood of his son. And it is not just the father. This is our God speaking. Recounting the childhood memory of when Israel was his child. But now Israel is an adult. Um, and the beautiful thing is that we have so many adults in the church this morning. Can we go back to the slide now? Thank you. Now, when we talk about being a child, I quickly need to clarify that what it means to be childish and what it means to be childlike. I'm sorry, the slide is very small. Childish has negative connotations and is often used to refer to silly or immature behavior. That is what it means to be childish. You know, when you want to tell somebody and say you are childish, that means the, the person is behaving immaturely. But to be childlike, having the good qualities, such as innocence, associated with a child. Childlike is closer to the words like innocent, trusting, unfeigned, and pure, which are not negative. So when the Bible says child, and when Jesus is constantly referring to himself as a child, 
I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. What is Jesus saying? And I believe God will help us this morning to to understand the relationship between a child and a parent. What is so special about that relationship that God is always longing for it? Why is Jesus, every time, he's always referring to himself as a child? The Bible was telling us in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. He said, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Jesus himself, he is God in human form. He is God in humanity. But the Bible says he did not cling to that relation. He did not cling to that, to that status of being God. He never sees it as something to always hold on to. Oh, I'm God myself. But the Bible says, he's always saying, my father, my father. Now, as an adult, as we go over the years, our relationship began to change. You know, when we, I know so many of us have forgot our childhood memories. You can't remember all the things you did when you were a child. But for those who are grandmas, moms, dad, you still have some relationship with your child, and you know how they always hovering around you, how they always, I can see this little girl cuddling his granddad now. That is who they are. And you know that as we grow old, we, we, we lost all that memory. We can't remember some of the things we do. And that affects our relationship with each other. For example, when your child goes to a certain stage and you want to address him, you become more cautious. I don't want to speak too much so as not to offend him. I don't want to be too harsh. I need to know he's a man now. That means that person has gone. That child has gone. I believe I'm not speaking too fast. (laughs) Okay. And we also bring that adulthood into our relationship with God. We expect that now I'm an adult. I'm a man. I expect God to treat me as an adult. When we pray to God, we pray as an adult. When, we, uh, when there is a situation where God has to discipline us, we expect God to treat us as an adult. The relationship has started changing. But is that the heart desire of God? I want to tell us this morning that no matter how old we are, no matter how old we have grown, the desire of God is that we still become his child. He, has, he never wants to lose that father-child relationship. Even if we are, the Bible says, okay, let's assume someone is here in the church today that is 1,000 years old. The Bible says, a day before God is like 1,000 years. And that means, if you are 1,000 years old, you are still a day-old baby in the presence of God. You are still a day-old baby. So, if you are not a thousand years old, you can just calculate your age. Maybe it's just some seconds old in the presence of God. So, God is always wanting that relationship of father-son, a child-parent relationship with us. So, the kind of relationship God desires from us is that kind of father-child relationship. And he never wants us to lose that focus. No matter how old we have become, no matter how old we have grown, no matter how 
He has enlarged our capacity. He still wants to keep that relationship. But if we may ask, what is so special about being a child? Why is God reminiscing on that memory of Israel's childhood? Why is God saying, ah, I remember when Israel was a child, that I will carry him and feed him. What is so special about childhood? And we want to look at some of the things that um, I want to believe will help us to understand our relationship with God. First, dependency. Every child, their life evolves around their parents. When you are a child, everything you want to be evolves around your parents. You never want to create an identity different from that of your parents. I want to believe you understand this. Jesus is always saying, don't you believe I am in the Father? And the Father is in me. Jesus never seeks to say, oh, I need to start creating an identity different from my Father now. But as an adult, when we go to some stage, we start telling ourselves, no, 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 that's, not, that's my dad, that's not me. I'm not my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. We, have to, we start creating a different identity from our parents. We start seeking for our whole independence. Oh, this is me. This is my dad. But Jesus is saying, no. I am in my father. My father is in me. He never wants to seek that independence. He never sees reason to seek any independence from his parents, from his father. And that's what God wants from every one of us. He wants us to depend. You know, as an adult, when we go to some stage, we start saying, I think I need to start moving out of my parents' house now. I need to start doing things for myself. I need to start having my own independence. But God never wants us to be independent of him and say, oh, no, 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 no. And that's what children are. Everything they want to be, they just want to be around their dad and their mom. They just want to be, I, I want to be like my dad. I want everything. His dad, his mom, his dad. That is what God wants from every one of us. He doesn't want us to live a life that is, that is away from him. He doesn't want us to go away from being depending on him. So all through our entire life, he still wants us to depend on him. But as an adult, how dependent are we on God? Because of our time, I'm going to move a little bit fast. What is another future of children? They imitate. I don't know if you have seen your little boy or girl imitate you. Maybe he sees what you have been doing, and you just notice him one day doing this, that same thing. And you'll be wondering, hey, where did he learn that from? That's one beautiful thing about children. And Jesus said, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. Jesus is telling us that everything you see me doing, everything, I'm just imitating my father. I'm just, 
When I see Father do something, I do it too. When I see Father move like this, I follow him. Everything. He said, the son can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except what he see the father does. That is what God wants from us too. Imitation. We should imitate him. How does God handle situation? Is our example. Is our role model. A child imitates. That's why, I don't know if you have had people say, hey, be careful what you do in the presence of children because they will start doing the same thing. But God is saying, yes, that's what I want. I want you to imitate me. I want you to be like me. Whatever you see me do, I want you to do it too. When you see me show compassion on someone, show compassion. How, do we, how does Jesus handle anger? You know, all these things, they are the kind of relationship we see. You see your children, anytime you see them around you, you know that this is what they do. Children are never tired of asking. Those of us that have kids, we know what I'm talking about. When they get to a stage, they come to you. Daddy, I want to do this thing. You say, okay, go and do it. Next five minutes, they are back again. Daddy, this. And you feel like, oh, go and just go into your room and do something else. Jesus said, until now, you have not asked for anything. While our earthly parent can be tired of us asking, our heavenly father is saying, you have not even asked. You have not even asked. He wants us to continue to ask. So when you, you know, as an adult, we say, oh, I don't want to trouble dad. Um, I don't want to disturb him. I should be able to. I don't want to even ask him. But as children, they don't care. Even when you are tired, they will still ask. They, are, they, they find joy in bothering you. So when they stop bothering you, you'll be worried. What's wrong? What have I done wrong? That's their life. Their lives evolves around. I think I read something that says, uh, when a child is four years old, they ask about 2,000 questions a day. I was like, wow, that's a serious thing. And that's what Jesus expects us to do. We should never be tired of asking. In the, type, in the place of prayer, every time we ask. Children are always asking. Are always asking. And God is saying, you too. Don't go out of that. Don't go out of asking. Don't go out of talking to me. Our children, when you see them come around you, they always have something to say. They are never tired of saying it. When you even obvious questions, questions they know the answer, they will still come. Daddy, can I hear that food? Yes, you can go ahead. That is who they are. And that is what God wants from every one of us too. We should always ask. We should find reason to talk to him. You know, God was so disturbed. He was writing in the book of Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 5. He was telling the Israelites, I say, what iniquity have your father found in me that they forget me? He was so worried that, what have I done to you? What have I done to you? That's our God. So when, as an adult, we feel, we feel like, oh, I don't want to disturb him. I'm an adult. I should handle this situation myself. God is saying, no. No. I want you to ask me. Let's talk. Let's have this conversation. Discipline. How do children handle discipline? Let's look at what the Bible says. It said, 
and you have forgotten the exhortation. This is Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. Hebrews chapter 12, pardon. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speak to you as his sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. As an adult, when you, when you rebook an adult, you know you, are, you have stepped on something. You can't predict how the adult will react. Some, some of us that have grown-up children, they say, ah, Dad, I don't like the way you are talking to me. I, I'm, I'm a grown-up. You have to show me some respect. The Bible is saying, do not despise. When you rebook a child, he doesn't despise you. How old is Matt? Four. When you rebook him, does he despise you? Does he disrespect you? No. They feel sorry. But as an adult, when you rebook an adult, you say that the person does flare up. Oh, no, I don't like the way you are. That's what adults do. But children, when you rebook them, they take it with joy. The Bible says, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Or what? Or be discouraged when he rebooks you. That's one of the things that God is longing for. That is saying when Israel was a child. You know, as your little child grows up, when you rebook them, they don't disrespect you for rebooking them. They don't say, oh, I'm not going to talk to that again. But as an adult, when we go to some stage, when someone rebook us, we react. We show them we don't like discipline. And how do we handle God's discipline? So anytime you hear God's rebook, maybe you are doing something and you felt God is rebooking you about this thing. Do you pick up quarrel and say, no, 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 no. God is longing for that relationship where he can discipline us and we take it with joy. We take it as a child. When you rebook your boy and he cries, give him 10, 15 minutes, he's going to come back to you. Dad, I'm sorry. He never wants to lose that relationship. But an adult will say, if you rebook an adult, he grown up and say, I'm leaving this house today and I'm not coming back. That's what an adult will do. But a child will never want to lose that relationship. That's what God wants from us too. That no matter how, we don't despise him. We don't get discouraged by his discipline. If we continue to read that Hebrews chapter 12, it talks about discipline. How God disciplines us. And it is for our own good. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Another thing about children. They take their parents' word as their authority. Everything you, you tell your child, that's, it, that's what they believe in. Uh, I remember years back when I was a teacher in Nigeria. And I've taught students. They'll come back to me the following day and say, Sir, what you told us yesterday is, my dad said you are wrong. I'm like, seriously? Yes, my dad said you are wrong, and you are wrong. That's who children are. Their parents' word is their authority. When you tell them, this thing is wrong, that's what they believe in. Every other argument, suggestion is secondary. They will tell you, my dad said it is wrong. And therefore, it is wrong. But as an adult, when our parent tells us something, we wait. No, dad, that can't be true. We can still reach a compromise. 
Jesus tells, he said, For I have come down from heaven not to do the not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. God is saying, Anything you hear from anywhere, let my own word be your authority. We live in a world now that we are we hear different kinds of things around us. Um, this and that. What God is expecting from us is when we hear something, we should come to him. God, this is what is going on. What do you think about it? And God will say, no, that's not true. And that should be our authority. No matter what any other person says, we tell them, my father in heaven says, no, and no is it. I've seen children argue with their teacher, even their grandma, they will tell, Grandma, my dad said this thing is not good. Therefore, it is not good. Every word they hear, they judge it based on what their parents tell them. That is what God wants from us to. We should always look at everything from God's perspective. What is the father saying? This thing I've been hearing. God, what is your view about this? And whatever we hear, in, we see in the Bible, whatever we read in the Bible, that is our authority. That is what children do. They take their parents' word as their authority. Every other thing is secondary. Children don't keep secrets. They have access. You know, when... I'm sorry I'm using Matt as an example. I believe he has his own room. How many times do you want to go into his room and stand at the door and start knocking? Matt, open the door. Sometimes you don't knock. You're just walking. Why? You believe he shouldn't have a secret? Why, why should you be knocking the door to enter a three-year-old, four-year-old room? God is saying, I need access to you. But as an adult, when you want to enter into an adult room, you stand at the door and knock. Dad, can I come in? No, 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 I'm busy. Come back in 20 minutes. But as children, sometimes they don't even knock to enter your own room. They just barge in and you feel like, no, no, go back and knock. That's what God wants. Hebrews, he said, let us, approach, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. Another version says, with boldness. So that we may receive mercy and find grace in time of need. Access. Children don't have restriction about, they believe, this is my dad. I have every access to him. They don't have compartmentalization that we adults have. Oh, this is my space. And everybody should respect my space. You know, some of us, God has been trying to tell us some things for years. And he's at the door of our hearts, knocking. And you are telling him, God, I'm busy. Can you come back in the next three years? And he comes back in the next three years again. Knock at your door again. Uh, I'm still kind of busy. Give me some years more. But children, they don't have secrets. Sometimes they don't even lock the door of their room. And that's what God wants from us. He doesn't want this compartmentalization. Oh, God, 
don't, don't come into my privacy. Don't, don't, this is my private life. This is what I do in private. I don't want you to get involved in that. Let's leave. We can relate in church. But when I get home, that's my private life. You know, we try to separate our life. God is saying it's not necessary. I want to have, I want to have access to your life. I want you to have access to me too. This is the art desire of God. This is what God enjoyed. This is the relationship God desired from every one of us. That unrestricted relationship. That relationship without boundary. That you can just walk into the presence of God and say, God, this is happening. And God can also come into your life at any time. In the middle of the night, he can just wake you up. My son, can we talk? And he will take you to the scripture and be opening your eyes to deep things. Or he can just wake you up at any time and say, can you pray for this person? Unrestricted. Unlimited relationship. A borderless relationship. A boundless relationship. That is what God desires from us. And that's what children have. They don't have secrets. They don't say, God even said, he said, ask me. Deep things, secrets, I will tell you. I think I need to move fast now. Oh, children don't have any worries. They don't care about what is going on in the society. They just know that thing is handling everything. How many times have your child come to you and say, hey, Dad, this tax relief government is planning. How do we go about it? You know, you, you feel shocked. What do you know about tax, whatever? Or they come to you and say, oh, the economy of this country, I don't even understand. They don't care. They just know everything is being handled by dad and mom. They just want to live their life. They don't care what is happening in the, anywhere. What they just believe is, dad is there, mom is there, everything is fine. Jesus said, therefore I said to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, know about your body, what you will put on. Is this life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you no more of value than they? Children don't have worries. They don't have something that troubles them. If you ask them, is there anything wrong? They may just say, that it's, my assign- it's my homework. I think that's what might trouble them. Apart from that, they don't, God wants us to, he doesn't want us to care about anything. Like, oh, I'm worried about it. He said, he was even asking us, he said, if you that are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father Every one of us want to take care of our children. And God is saying, if you humans can do that, how much more me? And that's what children do. They don't have any worries about what is going on. They just know, daddy is handling everything. And that's what God wants us to learn to. We should just depend on, oh, don't worry. God has handled everything. God is handling everything. That's the kind of relationship we want. In danger or trouble, their parent is the first point of call. When they are in any trouble, they scream, Daddy! But as an adult, when trouble comes, we look into ourselves. We don't look for anybody to help us. 
when trouble comes, adults will say, oh, how can I get out of this? But children, they know the first person they want to is what? Is who? Dad or mom. And that's what he's saying. Even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he went back to the Father and prayed. The Father, is this possible that we can move this thing? When he was on the cross and it was so difficult, it was the same Father Jesus cried to. Adults always look to to themselves in in danger, in trouble. They always look inward. But children, they look outward. They look to their parents. They look to their parents for help. God wants us to learn that too. To always look at him when danger comes, not ourselves. And cry to him, Father, there is trouble. I need help. And lastly, you know, it will have been optional for us to say, no, I don't want to be a child. I like being an adult. I like being a grown-up. I don't want, I don't like that childhood thing. But Jesus is saying, in the book of Matthew chapter 18, verse 2 to 5, he said, for an answer, Jesus called over a child whom he stood in the middle of the room and said, I am telling you once and for all, that unless you return to square one and start over like children, you are not even going to get a look at the kingdom, let alone get in. Whoever becomes simple and elemental again like this child will rank high in God's kingdom. God is telling us, if you are going to enter the kingdom of heaven, you have, an, you have a choice to make. And that is what? You have to be a child. You know, when we read our Bible, there are some verses of the scripture that Jesus will say, Verily, verily, I say unto you. In that situation, it is not an advice. It is not optional. When you read it in the scripture, when the Bible says, Most assuredly, I say unto you. Those are verdicts. They are sealed and signed. Nothing can change them. When Jesus accepts a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That is signed, sealed. Nothing can change it. it has been, that case has been closed. And this is the same thing God is telling us. that Except you become a child, you will not enter into that kingdom. It's a serious matter that we need to look into. So it will have been optional to say, I don't want to be a child. I want to be a grown-up. I want to be an adult. But Jesus is saying, if you want to enter into my kingdom, you have to be a child. I don't want, I don't want overgrown adults in my kingdom who will be arguing with me. I want children who will relate with me as a father. God is seeking a child-father relationship. Not an adult relating. Not two adults. But a what a father and a child relationship. He wants us to be his children. In conclusion, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. So Nicodemus asked him, I am an old man. How will I become born again? How will I be a child again? And that's in verse 6 of this scripture, Jesus told him, Unless a man is born of of water and of the spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There needs to be a transformation. 
a change of heart, a change of perspective of being an adult. We have been seeing everything from an adult's perspective. God is saying, you have to go back and start again from square one. He said, except you are, he said, I'm telling you once and for all that unless you return to square one and start over like children and start relating with me as a child and let us start this father-child relationship, you are not going to enter into the kingdom of God. You are not. Therefore, we should start asking God, God, I want to go back to that square one. I want to become your child. I want to start a father-child relationship with you. I want to stop being an adult in your presence. I want to start being a child, talking to you about everything, accepting your discipline, taking your correction, loving you as a child, praying to you as a child, asking as a child. We need to start because it is not negotiable. It could have been optional for us to say, I'm not going to be a child. But Jesus is saying, if you are going to get to heaven, you need to be a child. I want us to pray to God this morning. I know every one of us, at one point or the other, we have become an adult. But now, Jesus is asking us to go back and start all over again. And start relating with him as a child. So it takes help for us to get back to that stage. For us to start living as a child with God again. I want, you to, I want us to ask for help and say, God, help us. Help me personally to start this relationship with you again. I want to become a child with you. I want to become your child again. I want to experience that childhood relationship, that father-child relationship. I want to have that experience again. Dear God, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for how you have helped us. We pray, oh God, that you will walk upon our hearts and start this work, work of grace, work of transformation that will take us back to square one, that we are going to start again and will become your child. We want to experience your love again. We want to experience everything that it means to be a child in your presence. Lord, we ask, oh God, that you will transform us. You will change us. You will change our mindset. You will change our hearts. You will change our belief to that of a child. Relating with you as a child, asking you, accepting your discipline, not keeping secret from you. We pray you will do this work in our life. Lord, we ask for every family here that are experiencing one challenges or the other. Maybe the child is not talking to the parent or the, there has not been the, the relationship between the family has been strained. Jesus, the healer, we pray you will heal all these broken relationships. We pray, O oh God, that you will have your way in every home. You will walk upon every heart. Let your will be done in our life. Let your will be done in our hearts. Thank you, dear God, for we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen.